0: Welcome to the 5th Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samperin. Cats win game number one after a thrilling finish at Tim Hortons Field. The 5th Quarter Podcast starts now. <laughs>
1: We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900CHML.
0: Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford. You're listening to it on 900CHML, watching on CHML's Facebook page, online on 900CHML.com. If you have the Radio Player Canada app, you can listen there as well. Look at this. Cats win 25-23 the final. Hamilton has win number one on the board. They're now one and four. Ottawa, uh uh-oh, and five. It did not look like for a moment there that the Tiger Cats were going to pull this one out, but they did. They gutted it out at the ends. They finally made a big play when a big play needed to be made. And so the Ticats beat Ottawa 25-23 for win number one as they next take on the BC Lions this coming Thursday. It was a bad first quarter. It was a horrible first quarter. Ticats could not do anything. One point, a punt single. And the second quarter, much better. 17 points. Nice bounce back for the Tabbies. Evans and Schiltz mixing it up on offense. Defense, I thought, played Great third quarter, more of what we've seen this season from the Tiger Cats. Ineffective turnovers. More turnovers in the second half. Two more. They've had 15 turnovers in the second half this season. But in the fourth quarter, when it mattered most, I know they did not get that uh, TD on first and goal and second and goal and third and goal from the three. uh, That was intercepted. That Matthew Shields pass intercepted. But the second time around, they finally got into the end zone and And finally, ah, exhale, win number one is in the bank, and they are on the board. It wasn't pretty at times, but they got win number one. What do you think of tonight's performance? Who is your player of the game? Mine, you know, I, I, I debated this, but I'm going with Dane Evans. I know he had the crucial fumble, and I know that almost cost us another game like it did against the Edmonton Elks. But he rebounded after that big fumble and found Tim White for the game-winning score. So Dane Evans, who was 21 of 28, 342 yards, two TDs, is going to be my player of the game. Player of the game brought to you by Culligan Water. Who's your player of the game? 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Do you think this Ticats team is now... Back on track. Do they have the ingredients to maybe pile some victories together here? You can email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Samprin at am900chml. Use the hashtag 5th quarter. We are also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can send me a note there as well. And while you're at it, you can subscribe to the uh, fifth quarter podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast all right let's go to the phone enough enough about the tie cats and what i think of them let's hear what you think of them john is first off the hop john how are you good how about you i'm good so we finally got a w
2: yeah no i i appreciate you letting me on the phone on the uh on the quarter here and i just wanted to say that uh i i'm usually a positive person but I'm listening to all the talk about the big win and everything, and I just feel that uh, people aren't really looking at, you know, we, we beat a team that was on 4 um, This team is has got a lot of work to do. They're, they're a not very good team, in my opinion. And you could see the loss of Brandon Banks and Ja'Garrett Davis and uh, Ackland. You can really feel it. And I also see the attendance tonight was not good at all. Um, this team is, not, is in trouble, and they better make some big changes. They're, they keep losing key players, and I feel that this team is not going to go well if they continue on like this and they don't get some acquisitions.
0: So what do you want to see this team do then? You want to dive into the free agent market, make a trade?
2: Yeah, I, I think they need – like they, their, their offense is, I'll have to say, I've been a Ticap fan since I was a little kid, but their offense is boring to watch, and that's my own personal opinion. But they're very boring to watch. They don't have that explosiveness. Besides, besides uh, uh, Braylon Addison and uh, and Dunbar Jr., they're great, but they're not fast. They're not like those speedy receivers like Speedy B. They don't have that person to make that threat, that long ball. I don't. That's the only thing, in my own opinion. They need a, a, a very good, faster receiver that is going to be able to at least break open a long play when they're uh, second and fifteen or second and twenty. Uh, we have like. Minimal chance of getting a first down. And the defensive line needs some help. Like their pass rush is, is pretty bad as well.
0: John, who is your player of the game tonight?
2: I'd have to say Dunbar Jr. I think he's a he's a really good player and he made some good catches. And I think, you know, he, he's he's my player of the game.
0: He may have made the catch of the year. That was an unbelievable one-handed grab early in the ballgame.
2: Exactly. So, like I said, I appreciate you letting me on the, on the show and uh, don't want to be pessimistic, but I'm just being honest.
0: I hear you. Appreciate the call, John. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you. Uh, John's exit means there is room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email me, rick, at 900CHML.com, like Anthony did. Hello, Rick. Well, the second half woes continue. No offense, and about the game, we beat a second-string QB. That's quarterbacking the worst team in the CFL by a measly two points. My two questions to you about this game are who starts next week and what did you think about when both Dane and Schultz were on the field at the same time? I thought it was interesting to see and it actually worked as they picked up two first downs. Player of the game, Mr. Addison, a win's a win. And I'm not losing hope in this team, but man, oh man, something needs to change for the better and fast. Side note, shout out to the crowd. Even when our team is in the dumps, we still show up and we still get loud. Hashtag the hammer. Thank you, Anthony. So, the one, I'll answer the one question he had about Dane and Schultz on the field at the same time. We didn't see a lot of it. And the one play that we did see that I thought was going to work, although Dane, it was a horrible pass. Um, Schultz takes the snap. Dane's behind him in a pistol formation, chucks it right. Dane, I thought, had a receiver open downfield and just threw it out of bounds. I like the fact that the CFL is now allowing two QBs on the field at the same time. And we've kind of seen this in the past, but it's a quarterback and, say, a receiver who used to be a QB back in college. And that's how most teams have implemented this kind of trickery. To have two QBs on the field, I think, adds an extra element of excitement. The what-if factor, right? You have to consider and account for another guy who could chuck the ball at any second. Uh, Braylon Addison is Anthony's player of the game. And uh, Addison has been quite affected the last number of weeks. Stat sheet for Braylon? Uh, he had four catches, four targets as well, 57 yards. So, Brandon Anderson, a nice pick from Anthony. 905 645 3221, star 9900. Brian has been waiting patiently. Brian, you are on the fifth quarter. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Hey, what'd you think Good. of the win tonight?
3: Oh, I was, I was happy that they won. It was exciting, that's for sure. Uh, I just was wondering, our offense always seems to bog down in the second half. Do you think that's like the other coordinator, the defense coordinator seems to make changes and we don't seem to make any changes and it just doesn't happen in the second half?
0: I think it's a combination of the two. I think it's the opposing defensive coordinator in the defense making alterations, and I think the Ticats are making those adjustments. The adjustments Hamilton is making clearly are not working. Whatever they're switching to, modifying, focusing on, has not worked. And that's been all season long, and it is absolutely frustrating.
3: It's it's weird how they look so good in the first half all season, and then in the second half. it's just And, and you'll notice that uh, when Dane does fumble, it's always been bad luck that the ball's been down in our end, and that seems to be where we play a lot of the second half. So the fumbles look even worse because it, they're the other teams already in scoring position.
0: Yeah, I had um, I had bad thoughts after that fumble. Because, you know, Ottawa yeah. gets it on the one, they're in the end zone, we're losing, and it's like, here we go again.
3: Yeah, and um, the one time we did punt the ball, and I, I think it was on their 15 or 20, we had no yards. Like, you can't make stupid plays like that.
0: Yeah, and they seem and, to have snowballed all season. Like, it's not just one play a game. It seems to be one, two, three, four, five, and all of a sudden they're they're losing or they've lost.
3: And, and uh, one more point there. Uh, when they punted to us just before uh, we went down the field, we would have been another 15 yards up. But our kick returner stood there and watched the ball uh, roll around on the ground. Now, with the 15 yards, no matter what, you got to run up there and, and jump on it. If you lose it, it doesn't matter because it's no yards anyway. You don't stand there. Like, you, in the last season, you would just let it roll, and then they might get a five-yard penalty or not. But now, if you see that ball on the ground, you got to run up and jump on it because even if you did fumble it, they're going to get penalized 15 yards or no yards. Yeah, it's you a You know great what I mean? Point. When they're yep. trying to get back off to get out of the way, you got to run up, jump on the ball.
0: Yep, get to the ball as fast as you can. Brian, who is your player of the game tonight?
3: Uh, I guess I'll pick Addison. I wish they would look for him more in the end zone when they're in the red zone.
0: Yeah, it's opinion. been, yeah, it's been, you know, well, tonight was Tim White and it, that obviously worked. Uh, but I, I thought they would key in more on Addison. But let's not forget, defenses are king on him as well. So you got to get open throw, before you get throw, the throw,
3: ball. throw it to Johnson because he's really, really tall. So anyways,
0: Brian, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. star 9900 on your cell phone. Your thoughts on tonight's game? You can vote for your player of the game as well. Jen on CHML's Facebook page says, Oh my, that was an ugly win, but a win is a win. They need to play better. Why can't anyone hold on to the ball? Anyway, let's hope for good things going forward. Go Cats. And Mike says, Curious play calling again. Cats got lucky. Why not go for two At the end, we heard from head coach Orlando Steinauer regarding going for one instead of two after taking a 24-23 lead. And his thought process was, hey, let's get the sure one point, or at least as sure as we can do, make it a two-point game. And that negates any sort of punt single attempt by one of the best punters in the league. I get it. I, I thought they'd be a little more aggressive. Hey, let's make it let's make this a three point game, Force Ottawa to get a field goal just to tie. But uh, hey, that's why Orlando Steinauer is getting paid the big bucks as uh, the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, lots of calls coming in. We have Dave, We have Dave number two. We have Luke and Ben. There is room for you as well. Oh, Fred's just hopped on to the party as well. We're gonna take a quick break. back to the phones. Emails, Facebook Live messages, tweets as well. This is the fifth quarter, brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
1: It's where Cats fans come together. This is the fifth quarter,
4: powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Lewis Ward, it's going to be a 54-yard field goal attempt to win the football game. Two 0-4 teams, it comes down to this. The snap, the hold, the kick. It's short. It's short. And Tunde Adelike will run it out and slide at the 12-yard line. There's no time left. The game is over. The Tiger Cats get their first victory of this season. And boy, was it dramatic. 25-23. to Tiger Cats are in the win column. 1-4
0: 1-4 and four sounds a lot better than 0-5. Welcome back to the fifth quarter, brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900CHML. Rick Samprin with you. We're broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page, on your radio, online as well at 900CHML.com. Chewing on a Ticats victory, finally. Yes, 25-23 over Ottawa. The Red Blacks in the basement at 0-5. And it's a good thing the Cats aren't in that situation. Email from Ken, Rick, at 900CHML.com is the email address. To Ticats fans, just be happy with a win. Never mind the opponent's record. Never mind if it's a second-string QB. A win is better than a loss. That's good enough for today. And Matt says, finally, a win at the donut box. I don't agree with keeping Matthew Schiltz in with just under three minutes on the six-yard line. But all is well that ends well. I miss the old days where every game was a blowout, but we can always enjoy a good football game, win or lose. Player of the game, both Dunbar and obviously the home player, Turnowski. Tyler Ternowski, with another solid game for the Thai Cats. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Vote for your player of the game. Let's go back to the phones. Dave in Grimsby has been waiting patiently. Dave, hello, how are you?
5: I'm good, Rick. Thanks. How are you?
0: I'm okay. A win is a win is a win. That's what I say.
5: It's better than a loss, Rick.
0: That's very true.
5: <laughs> you know, I'm just going to start out by saying, you know, I'm absolutely gutted for Jeremiah Mazzoli. Um, You know, it's it's one thing being injured, but it, another thing being injured on a play like that, and he just must be so unhappy right now. And I'm I'm just gutted for him, and I hope he makes a speedy recovery and comes back stronger.
0: Yeah, that was. Uh, we all know those are bad hits. The celebration was even worse. I thought the suspension isn't long enough, and uh, hopefully Jeremiah's on the uh, field sooner rather than later. I know it's ten to twelve weeks, which is a long time. But uh, man, oh man, uh, he he deserves to be on the field.
5: Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Anyhow, I'm you know I'm going to try to take the optimistic tonight. <laughs> you know, it, I was mildly happy at the victory tonight. I wasn't. You know, I. I don't get not going for two. I mean, listen, they were six inches away from a win tonight, Ottawa. You know, I, I just don't get the decision. Who cares if they tie it? You know, whether they tie it with a punt or tie it with a, a field goal, what does it matter? You know, you, you're playing to win. I I, I don't. I just don't get that decision. But luckily, they came off uh, the better end tonight. But if you look at the division as a whole, Toronto and I was two wins, Montreal one, Hamilton one, you know, Ottawa zero. Um, there's 13 games left. There is lots of time to punch at least a second in the East and get a playoff spot. Do I, Am I saying that they're going to win the Great Cup in Saskatchewan? Right now, not a chance. There's a lot of growing to do. But there's no reason that this team can't make the playoffs, even starting 1-4. And it does leave a little bit of optimism. But they really got to fix the turnovers. The turnovers lead to two points left on the field. And examples tonight are, are the early Johnson fumble. He fumbled it you know, in the red zone on that play, and, you know, you got to think they're going to get at least three points out of that, and then they go for it for three, third and two in the second quarter and, and get stuck. You know, that's three points there. You're a winless team. Why are you leaving points on the field? Fourth quarter, I get it. Go for it third and goal. But in the second quarter, you, you haven't won a game. Why are you leaving points on the field?
0: All good. I can't uh, I can't argue with any of those. I I thought they should have gone for two points after the uh the eventual game-winning touchdown. You know, you make it even if it is 24-23. You're still forcing them to make plays to get into field goal position if not punt position. So, I I thought you know, let's be the aggressor. Let's get those two points. Let's send yeah. a message to the league to say, "Hey, we're going we're going for stuff here."
5: Even, even, like I said, in the second quarter, if they go for a field goal there, then that, that end play with the two-point conversion doesn't even happen, right? But it's you can't leave points on the field. And, and turnovers are a cause of that. And whether they're fumbles or interceptions or self-inflicted, like going for a third down gamble and not getting it, you can't leave points on the field. And they've done it a lot in this first five games. And if they can cut those turnovers and, and leaving those points on the field they, out, know, they'd be 3-2 right now, easily.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Three and two,
5: and maybe first in the division. So I don't think this is a terrible team, as as everybody's talking about it. They're a good team, and you know, it's for me watching um, Ackland tonight. It's just. It, it, it's sickening how they didn't keep this guy in, in the lineup. Like, I don't know what the decisions were made, if it was a money thing or he didn't want to come back, but it, it sucks watching a guy like that on the other side when our offense is struggling. But I, I still think there's there's room for them here. They can they can easily make a playoff spot.
0: Who is your player of the game tonight?
5: Uh, it, actually, tonight's pretty tough. Um, I, I, I think it's Dunbar. He made some incredible – he almost made a second one, too. It just went off his fingertips. Um, but uh, I just thought it was one funny thing before I leave. A uh, previous caller was mentioning Woods in the five yard or, uh, or the 15 yards and not going up and grabbing it. Um, funny thing is, late in the game there, Woods got a no yards penalty on the other side. And if anybody should know not to get within five yards of the, of the returner, it should be Lawrence Woods. When I saw that, I was like, Unbelievable. How does the guy that's the kick returner go within five on the other side and, and cost your team 15 yards? Little mistake there by him. I'll forgive him because he had he had a good game. He's just got to learn not to turn around. He's got a touchdown there if he doesn't turn around. But uh, I just thought that was a funny play, how he got the no yards there, and he's a returner. You should know more than anybody how many yards you got to give him.
0: Very much so. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Cheers. That is Dave from Grimsby, who is uh, off to the races. That leaves room for you here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. The number to call, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. On Twitter, use the hashtag Fifth Quarter at Rick Samprin at AM 900 CHML. Beat the Red Blacks, writes, this is a much-needed win for Hamilton. The Mark P says a win is a win, but that was ugly. If that's the best this team can do coming off, a bye against a backup QB. This is going to be a long season, but a win is a win. Jim writes, I need a defibrillator after that finish. I thought that kick was going in. Hopefully the Ticats are past whatever mental block they had and can get down to winning the East. Dunbar for player of the game, but honorable mention to Woods. And one more for you. Aaron writes, hopefully this gets the monkey off their back. Hauser for player the of the game. Let's go back to the phones. We have Dave in Stony Creek, we have Fred, we have Ben, and we have Luke. Luke is next here on the fifth quarter. Luke, good evening. How are you? Good. Hello? Hello, Luke. How are you? Good. You? I'm good. What would you think about tonight's game?
6: Um, I don't think they sure won the game.
0: Well, they did win the game.
6: I know, but the poor coaching, I think they sure went to, for two on that one. I'm 12 and I even know that.
0: All right, and <laughs> who is your player of the game tonight, Luke?
6: Uh, mine's Tim White. All
0: right, what was your favorite part of the game tonight?
6: Favorite part, just pulling off the win. They really needed that one, even if it was against a bottom team like Ottawa.
0: Absolutely. So do you, do you get the sense that this could be the, the, the floodgates opening for this Ticats team?
6: Could be. Hopefully they can pull off some more wins and get back into it. All
0: right, sounds good. Luke, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the season, and we'll talk to you soon.
6: I want to give a shout-out to Jay, and Jay and I are the OG for the terms of filthy casuals.
0: All right, sounds good. Thanks, Luke. 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell. I think Luke was talking in code there at the end. Uh, Randy emails in. Rick at 900CHML.com Good evening, Rick. Welcome to Saturday. Another Cats Day. Another close one. These turnovers have to stop, but yet what a close finish. Too close. Finally we get the win. I like the creativity during the first half with play calls and Dane Evans, Matthew Schiltz sharing the plays, but the creativity ended for some reason in the third quarter. It is good to see Schultz in the the game the cats may have two capable qbs so damagala selected to do punting only this game interesting given the missed field goals recently seth small with the field goal duties once again the cats fumble fairly late in the game the fumble was not dane evans fault however as the ball was knocked out by the Cats center the question is if math was healthy how would this game have turned out Great run by Lawrence Wood to kick it uh, in on the kickback run in the heat, but Mr. Woods didn't look back. Terrific late TD by Tim White. Rick, I was wondering what the July 4th Argo game had for attendance. I wonder how long before the Argos make the move out east. My player of the game for the Cats is Stephen Dunbar. Terrific season highlight reel catch of the year. A win in the books. Let's build on it. Have a great week. Rick, stay cool. Randy in the Oakville. You know what? We'll never know what this game would have looked like if Masoli had started for the Red Blacks. Different, obviously. He's got a much different skill set than Caleb Evans, who I thought played a pretty good game despite the two interceptions. Ran the ball well, threw the ball well, and uh, showed well, but just not enough for Ottawa. Dave, Fred, Frank, Ben, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be on the air with your calls here on the fifth quarter. It's brought, brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
1: Welcoming Ticats
4: fans, young and old. You're listening to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. This is it. 30 seconds to go. Hamilton again. Right at the doorstep of the end zone. Dane Evans going to pass this time. Looks to the end zone. Touchdown, Tiger Cats! Tim White, 19 seconds (laughs) on the clock, and the Tiger Cats lead.
0: Fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. That is the EHR 4K-worthy big play of the game. Dane Evans. Tim White, game-winning TD, 19 seconds to go from the three-yard line. Unbelievable as the Ticats beat Ottawa 25-23 to improve to 1-4 and four on the season. Yes, win number one feels oh so good. Ottawa tumbles to 0-5. Rick Samprin with you. You can call in and share your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. You can go to Twitter, at Rick Samprin at AM 900CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Send me an email, rick at 900CHML.com. We're also live on CHML's Facebook page. Where Sean Wright's player of the game, Woods, needs to stop the turnovers, take the win, go Cats go Todd says Dane Evans isn't the guy. Ari says offense was flat and absent in the second half for the fifth straight game. It's not being corrected, so it has to be attributed to coaching issues, which were huge tonight. Getting a huge punt return in the dying minutes, and you bring in Schultz rather than Dane Evans is unforgivable. Then, and better yet, not going for two at the end of the game, which might have allowed Ottawa to win with a field goal is mind-boggling. W's won't continue unless there is a change. Condell has to go. There is no rhythm being established. Addison has to be thrown to more. So does our new guy, Johnson. I feel that the biggest impact on offense has been the loss of Ackland, player of the game Woods, as he saved the day. And Todd on CHML's Facebook page says Condell should have been fired two weeks ago. 905645 star star nine hundred on your cell. Ben has been waiting patiently for a while. Ben, welcome to the fifth quarter. How are you? Me. Hey, doing good. Good. What's your thoughts on tonight's game?
1: Um, let me let me just say this. My my son is using a speech device, so I hope you guys can understand this. Go ahead, Benny. I think the Cats not need in
7: seconds. But something needs to change with the offensive play color on first down. We need to cut out the turnovers if we want to
2: make the playoffs.
0: I got all that, and that's a great comment. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Appreciate it, Ben. Thanks for
8: chiming in on the fifth quarter. Yeah, we need some help with the OC. The guy is super ultra predictable. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. who uh, Who's your player of the game?
8: Who's your player? He's just typing it in.
0: Okay. All right. We're winning with bated breath here.
1: Say it again, Benny.
8: Seth Small.
0: Seth Small, yeah. First career field goal tonight. Yep. There you go. All right. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend.
8: Thanks a lot, Rick.
0: There you go. Seth Small with the player of the game votes. Yeah. Solid. He's got a strong leg, as we saw in those field goal attempts. So good votes uh, from Ben from Seth Small. Dave from Stony Creek, this is Dave number two. Dave, go ahead. Good evening, Rick. How are you? Uh, well, we won, right? <laughs> yes. Um,
9: yeah, I mean, let's hope this has a psychological impact on the team and uh, maybe put some fire under their legs. But, uh, yeah, you know, like everybody else, uh, this offense, some of the offensive decisions I uh, you know, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, you know, I, I don't think it's good enough. That's simple as that. Right. Um, a lot of like, you, you can go play by play and, and, and say, you know, it's second and five with our offensive line and you run, I like, I don't know. But anyhow, um, a win to win, hopefully things will turn around the team will gel and this will be a psychological boost for them. We'll, we'll find out and see, but, uh, yeah, uh, player of the game. I'm going to give the Dunbar. Rick, what a catch! That was amazing. You know, you're not going to see, maybe not see a catch like that. <laughs> you know, maybe not all no, year, maybe not for a couple of years. That was just, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe he caught it. To be honest with you, I thought he, I thought it was, I thought it. I thought it yeah, when, when that all happened. I was happy about the interference call. I was shocked when he came up with it. But uh, good on the catch. They won tonight. And let's go from there.
0: Yeah, that Dunbar catch. That was one of those where. You know, he goes up, he grabs it, he comes on down, and you're expecting it to be on the turf and he's still holding it and that those types of catches bring you out of your seat.
9: They sure do, and if I was there I would have been up there and I got out of my seat as at a party, I jumped up off the couch and uh Everybody else was happy, too, so hopefully they can keep making us happy.
0: Yeah, let's get the momentum going. Thanks for the call, Dave. Enjoy the Thank rest you. of the weekend. You too, Rick. Bye-bye. 905-645-3221, star on your cell. We got an email from Tom, who simply says, whew, that's all. That's the whole email. <laughs> Robert writes, one at down tie cats." Let me guess. Ton, two yards, Um, this is, I I can't read this, I'm not sure what he's saying, other than player of the game, loyal fan, and Lawrence Woods, and I can also make out that, well at least they can't go 0-18, that is quite factual, (laughs) let's get in one more email from Steven out in Penticton, BC, greetings Rick, that was too close for comfort, not to be the negative, as I will take the win, but our cats still need a lot of work. As we beat an Ottawa team riddled with injuries, thank God Masoli was not starting or they would have turned our lights out. I have great concerns still about the play calling. Also, no halftime adjustments. Thought the defense played very well. Special teams also did a good job overall. Now we are in second place in the East, believe it or not, LOL. Player of the game, Dunbar, what a great one-handed catch in the first half. Let's hope we can keep this thing going. Thank you, Stephen, out in Penticton, B.C. Back to the phones. Fred has been patiently waiting to get in on the fun. Fred, good evening. How are you?
8: All right, Rick. How are you doing? I am good. Well, I've watched uh, Cats for years, and uh, they got to change their card playing. Terrible. Because you can read it. And all these people that they traded to these other teams, they know the playbook, okay? Now, the quarterback we got for Hamilton... You've got to get rid of them and I think the coaches got to go too now because the same plays over and over again they were just lucky to win tonight very lucky and like I say the plays they got to change them because a lot of people know them and that's why they lost the great cup because Winnipeg knew their plays and that was it and it's going to be like that until they change the whole platform that's the way I feel about it Rick
0: all right. Who is your player of the game tonight, Fred?
8: Well, I didn't see anybody really uh, fantastic. Uh, the, the guy that caught the one-handed football, that was something. But uh, the way they played tonight was pretty bad, especially on the one line, you know, at the goal line and everything. It was terrible. And like I said, they were just lucky to win tonight. And I don't know if they're going to – I don't think they're going to beat uh, B.C. because B.C. is pretty good, as you know. And uh, – they know all the plays too of Tiger Cats so they better start changing some plays.
0: I uh, I hear you Fred appreciate the call.
8: Okay, thank you.
0: Have a great weekend. 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell phone. You can use the hashtag 5th quarter. On Twitter, at AM900CHML, at Rick's Amprin, Dave tweets, not the greatest win, lots of work to do. Second half still didn't show up. Evans played well, minus his turnover. D stepped up and played well, like always, still lacking the offensive explosion and the running game. Austin writes, the decision to run the ball twice down with five minutes left, only to kick the ball back, was one of the worst coaching calls I have seen in a long time. Glad to see a win, but the coaching calls concerns me player of the game is woods another vote for lawrence woods one more on twitter brandon writes i will take the w tonight we need more work still thinking condell has to go the play calling is brutal let's go back to the phones who's been waiting the longest here frank this is frank number two frank how are you
7: hey how you know what
0: i'm okay how are you doing okay
7: hey, All due respect to uh, fred your last caller uh, no, I mean I've been a fan too since 1972, and I've seen bad and good and and like, but I have to be honest, this is not a Grey Cup team. I mean we all bleed black and gold, but this is like, come on, like, uh, and to get rid of Evans, no. Did you see the bullets he was throwing? Doink doink doink. And, of course, and they took him out of the game, and they put Schultz in. And, okay, things started moving a bit, and then they took him back out, and it zing, zing, zing. Like, this kid can throw the ball. I mean, it's just a matter of being patient, and we'll see what's going on, but... Are you going to do well in BC? I have to agree with them there. Like, I, but let's see. Like, they got the crowd going there, and they got everybody going, and um, I don't know what else to say.
0: Yeah, Fred wants to clean house. I'm not sure that's going to happen, no, especially not after a that. win.
7: No, look, you got Stein. a smart, a smart guy. He knows what's going on. And but I would think get rid of a few coaches. Like there were some stupid. Calls Like, what are you doing? Like, but um, as compared to last year and we had a break for a year and the year before, no. We don't look good at all. We don't look good.
0: Well, the good news is there's lots of time between now and the playoffs. they got to pile some wins or else they're not going to get to the playoffs. Uh, Frank, before we let you go, who is your player of the game? Ah.
7: Uh, just say uh I'm, I'm saying you know I, i'll say the cheerleaders
10: how about that
0: <laughs> okay thanks frank all right. all right i don't think that counts and i'm not even going to write it down 905-645-3221 star on your cell todd has called into the fifth quarter hello todd
10: how you doing good how are you not too bad not too bad
0: what your thoughts on tonight's game what'd you think
10: um it just seems we're just still playing the same football that we were before our bye week we went into the bye week um i felt there should have been some changes and the only thing we did was basically we signed two kickers so i guess somehow the coaching staff thinks the kicking game is our problem um i think uh, dane evans is once again he fumbled again tonight gave gave us up a touchdown thankfully he came back and he did get the winning drive but it's that fumble that's when you play good teams, they're not going to allow you to run down the field like he was able to tonight. I Personally, I don't think Dane, Dane Evans is the guy, unfortunately. And uh, I think Condell, <laughs> I've said this before to you, I think the last time I called it, I think Condell should have been let go before, before the bye week, brought in another offensive coordinator and uh, gave us a good week to work with the new offensive coordinator and see what we can do with that. Because I don't think... I don't think this team's going everywhere, anywhere, really. I know I hear everybody just, well, you know, we'll play the Eastern teams and we'll build up some wins. But that's not going to make a difference, even if we make it to the Great Cup. If you watched that game last night, Winnipeg and Calgary, that's championship football right there. We, I don't even think we – we don't even compete with those two teams. Yeah, those
0: two teams are on another stratosphere. I'll admit that.
10: Absolutely. And that's – like so is, this, is it worth going to the Great Cup just to meet up with either – most likely Calgary or Winnipeg, and to me, I feel that we'll just be embarrassed again.
0: I hey, listen. I'd, I'd if if it means going to the Grey Cup and losing again. I know that's going to break another you know part of my heart. Another artery is going to collapse. But I'd like to think that they'd have a chance if they were in that game. Because hey, as we saw in '86, for example, if you're in the absolutely. game, there's a chance.
10: Absolutely, absolutely. I just. I don't see them, they're not making the changes that need to be made. Like, we're just still playing, we're still playing the same football. I thought we had an opportunity going into this bye week. It's like, okay, you know what we're on for? Coming into a bye week, let's make some changes here. Let's, you know, let's see what we can do. I'm I'm big on getting a new offensive coordinator. I've heard lots of people say it, and I agree. I just, I don't know why, but I don't think Condell is the guy for us. Um, I think right now, uh, Kahari Jones is floating around. And maybe we need somebody like him in here. Or what about Mark trustman? Where's Mark trustman Maybe bring him in here. He's a quarterback guy. Maybe that's what Dane Evans needs is, is uh, somebody that just, he just needs some help. Like, I don't know why he can't hold on to that ball. Like, every game, he's he's going to drop the ball at the worst possible moments. And like I said, if you're playing a, one of the decent teams at like Calgary or Winnipeg, they're not going to let you have that winning drive down the field like we were able to tonight. And we won by literally an inch tonight.
0: Pretty much. Todd, who's your player of the game tonight?
10: Um, That's a tough one. I'm going to go with Dunbar just because of that one-handed grab. But I think that's so far that's the catch of the year for sure.
0: Absolutely. Todd, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Okay, cheers. We have Scott, we have Mo, we have Dave number three and Corey standing by. We're going to take another quick break. More of the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford coming up next here on 900CHML. The most entertaining, unfiltered, and passionate post-game
4: show in Canada. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Four on 900 CHML. Minute to go, opening half. Dane Evans looking to the right. Nobody open. Back pedals a little bit. Throws to the end zone. Welcome to the Tiger Cats. Anthony Johnson, touchdown. The Tiger Cats, they're rolling right now.
0: Rolling to a 25-23 win over the Ottawa Red Blacks. Victory number one for the black and gold as they beat Ottawa 25-23 to improve to one and four on the season. Finally, a victory and a victory we can all celebrate here on the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate 4 and you're listening on 900CHML on the Radio Player Canada app online at 900CHML.com. You're watching My Ugly Mug on CHML's Facebook page and you can chime in on the Fifth Quarter by calling us at 905 645 3221 star 9900 on your cellular device. You can use the hashtag fifth quarter on Twitter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML, where Jeffrey tweets O line run blocking was bad, pass protection a bit better. D-Line played a good game tonight. Eric just writes, splendid. Jess tweets, don't love Cocho's explanation on the one-point convert late. Playing not to lose rather than to win. And so we got this far behind where we should be. Uh, Pam writes, player of the game. Uh, number 22, Alden Darby Jr., some great tackles and that interception, yay for the W. And one more tweet here, Manny tweets, ugly, but a win is a win. Who's call not to go for two? These mistakes are brutal, like winning the toss and going into the wind fourth quarter last game. Email from Alan. Hey Rick, it's Alan from St. Catharines. Wow, what a game to see at Tim Hortons Field. I was at Bon Echo Provincial Park for a week and left Bon Echo around 8:30 a.m. today to make sure to get to the game on time for five. We didn't get back to St. Catharines until about 3:30 p.m. Left the house just after four in our tiger cat gear. Uh, it was scary by the fourth quarter, but we pushed through. Lawrence Woods had a great game, and Alden Darby was all over the field. Player of the game by far was Lawrence Woods. He ran down the field and ended up in the red zone and got injured but came back in the game right afterwards the heat obviously played a factor with cramping I'm sure I was in section 215 and the sun was beating on you the whole time you couldn't drink enough water we needed this and that duo quarterback plays were great I really like Schiltz but those fumbles by Dane Evans scary I'm glad we pushed through I like it when we mix up running backs with Erlington and then Jackson it's a different style of running for both players time to head home and get some ice cream on the this beautiful night. Hey Rick, do you want a scoop? What's your favorite flair? Mine is butterscotch ripple. Oski, wee wee, player of the game, Lawrence Woods, runner-up, Alden Darby. Well, first things first, let's write down Lawrence Woods. Secondly, and most importantly, my favorite ice cream flavor. Uh, man, that's that's a good one. I'm gonna go with um, mint chocolate chip. Uh, that might, you know, that changes from day to day, but uh, I'll keep that for today. Do not criticize me on my ice cream flavors. Uh, We have Scott, we have Mo, we have Dave, we have Ian, and we have Corey. And let's get to Scott, who's been waiting patiently here. Scott, you're on the fifth quarter. How are you? Go ahead.
11: I'm pretty good, Rick. How are you?
0: I am excellent. Finally, win number one. It feels good after a win.
11: Finally a win, but it's like the luckiest win. That was some sloppy high school football. It sure was. We need a new head coach, and we need definitely... Definitely an offensive coordinator. This is unheard of. Fix this team, please.
0: So you're not too confident going into B.C. that this is the momentum push this team needs?
11: We could barely pull a win from a team that wasn't using their first string quarterback.
0: But every game's different, as we know, Scott.
11: Every game's different. No. Every game's been the same because we keep making the same mistakes. We keep making bad calls, and this is our first win.
0: All right, so you're not convinced that this team has turned it around?
11: Unless they can do something, some magic, magic in the field or something. Field of dreams, come on, baby, but that's not happening.
0: All right, who is your player of the game tonight, Scott?
11: I'm going with the other guy with the cheerleaders.
0: <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Nine oh five, six four five, three two two one Star nine nine hundred on your cell. Let's check out what's happening On our Facebook page. Brad writes, Sucks that we win and have plenty of ammo to criticize our team. Changes need to be made before the season is a total loss. Flashes of brilliance don't win games. As we all know, consistency does. Maybe fresh eyes and play schemes is just the answer we need to get back to the show. Ian says, This game was still an embarrassment. We lost against a second string QB against Edmonton and almost to another tonight. First possession loss of yards, then an interception. Then a fumble. The punt return of the fourth quarter sums up our season. It looks like some of the players have stopped playing for the coaches. I think the coaches are losing the dressing room. Something doesn't seem right with the players. Someone needs to be let go, I think. Condell. I also think you will see some cuts and some trades. Well, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not that happens after a win. Uh, Ian wants to know my thoughts on any coaches being let go, any cuts and trades trades well there's always going to be players being cut or being traded i can't really give you a name because well i'm not in the room with coach o or tommy condell or mark washington or drew Alamein like who are you going to trade and what are you going to get back then you know uh, there's always a trickiness to making a trade no matter the sport is the guy you're getting going to be better in the room on the fields than the guy you're giving up Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't We've seen this team make many trades And it just not work out You know, making a trade just for the sake of making a trade Is not the right answer If it drastically improves your club, great But look at the players, and we talked about one today Jalen Acklin, now wasn't traded He was a free agent um, acquisition from Ottawa But I'm watching the game last night Zach Caleros Former Tiger Cat Greg Ellingson, former Tiger Cat Think about them two in a Ticats uniform this year Or last year, or the year before that. Jalen Ackland, if he's still on the team. Brandon Banks, I know he's not having the most amazing year, but still a weapon for the Toronto Argonauts. Like, these are the guys that this team has decided not to move forward with. And now we're going to trade a bunch of people? Uh, The other teams that we're making trades with want some quality as well. And as we've seen in the past, as I said, not all the trades work out. Corey's called into the fifth quarter. Corey, hello, how are you?
1: Hey Rick, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. Um, just just because you just talked about it just now, that Zach Claros comment that we let go of him. Don't forget either; he lost the last thirteen games he played in a tie cat sweater.
0: Yeah, very true. And you no, know, had concussion issues, had the ACL thing. I get oh, it. No,
1: I don't. I don't care about the injuries or nothing. When you're a loser, you're a loser, and we gave him up, and now he's a winner. And that that's happened with lots of guys before. It doesn't matter if it was done again. It doesn't matter if it was. Calvio. it doesn't matter who we gave up. We've been breeding talent for this league for years, and those guys move on from here and get better.
0: It's it's uncanny. That's the word I'm going to use.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Other than that, tonight, the win's a win. Everybody's calling in. The one guy a couple calls ago said it best. We did okay. We won the game, and we get the win. But still, the glaring issues are there. The recipe for disaster was still there. That fourth-quarter fumble, touchdown for them. We're lucky we go down and drive and score. It's it's one of those things where you look at the team and you go, we're not quite there. At least we beat an East team. And now we might, if we can string together some wins, sure. If we clean up the t- turnovers, we might be better. But at this point right now, we're not a very good team. We, we can't trade for anybody. Who are you going to trade for from our bum team? You're not going to get anybody better. <laughs> you're not, not going to get anybody no, you're not going to get anybody. So when it comes down to it, it's what we've got. Our O line has been what five different versions over five different games. So so when we get some continuity, some players that play, we're missing DBs, right? Like we're missing guys. We're missing Simone. We're missing. We're missing some key players that help our games. And and when it comes down to it. They'd say, Tommy Condell, yeah, get him out, sure, whatever. And we've got the coaching cap room that a lot of teams don't. Edmonton's fired 30 coaches. Toronto's fired 30 coaches. Ottawa's brought people in, brought people out. Maybe we do have the room to get rid of Condell and sign a guy like Kahari. Right? With the CFL coaching cap. Maybe we do have the room. But when it comes down to it, what we got is what we got. And if they don't improve themselves then we're just not going to improve. And it showed it again tonight. Fourth quarter, second half, we scored, what, seven points in the second half? We scored, what, 45 points in the last six games in the second half? We're horrible. Like, we averaged, what, six points a second half? You're not going to win any games in any league. It doesn't matter what it is. You're not going to win any games.
0: I agree, and you know what? If they were to have lost this game, and I'm, you know, this is just pure hypothetical. Now that they've won, if they were to if they were to have lost this game, there would be no doubt in my mind there'd be drastic changes, and I'm talking, you know, probably Condell. If they can't beat Ottawa, and can't score at least twenty points, right? Like you, you have to make that move. And I thought if they didn't make it during the bye week, and they lose to Ottawa, they're definitely making it. Because the season coming up here is going to be at hand. They got Montreal. They got Toronto four times. They got Montreal in there again. Over yep. the next seven weeks, six of those games are against the Argos and the Alouettes. This is the season coming at us right now.
1: Absolutely, it is. And it, and it was like that last year when we had a stretch of five games against East teams and we only won two of them. Yep. And our season was bringing on teetering, not doing it. And this year, like you're saying, with a Condell, it. He's been around since the Austin days, the 0-8 days. I said it last week. He's stale. We know what he's here for. We know what he does. If you and I know what he does, then everybody else has the tape on him too. It's like being a baseball guy and going through the lineup for the second time and knowing what everybody does. The pitcher, we know what he's throwing. And when it comes down to it, we need – you said it. We need somebody to step up tonight. The receivers did. Braylon Addison had some key catches. Tim White had some huge catches. And never mind Dunbar with that one down the sideline. Like, that, that extended the drive. Did we score on them? No, we still had the third and whatever, and we didn't get it. And we still missed a field goal, and we still didn't get points. So could we have won by more? Sure. The game was in our hands. Did we win? Yes. Lucky. But when it comes down to it, we should have been in the driver's seat tonight,
0: without question. And it was a horrible. I thought the first quarter. You know, it's ten to one. Here's a team that just lost their franchise quarterback, and they're beating us with their second stringer in Hamilton. I thought, how can we have started this game with one point in the first quarter? But listen, they managed to pull out the win. They gutted it out. Finally, finally made a big play when it counted, and they got the W. Uh, who's your player of the game tonight, Corey?
1: I, I have I have more than one actually. Okay, I have, go I have ahead. More than one. I have I have the guy in the south end zone that caught the missed field goal, and it was holding his baby. I don't wow. know if you, saw, if you were there. That guy was holding his baby and the ball bounced and he caught it. That guy's my player of the game. Maybe he's listening tonight. Maybe he's not. But my other one, my real tie cats play of the game tonight is the Hamilton boy, Tyler Chernowski, special teams kickoff punt punt return and then he was starting on the wide side out and he made the two catches tonight and both of them were for first downs and he made an impact when it mattered a hamilton boy that came out west side can't spell the west without the es my man tyler shanowski tonight number 88 gave my kids autographs and everything on the field after the game can't shout out a hamilton guy enough
0: that is pretty cool thanks for the call Corey. yes sir rick that's a great story. Tyler Turnowski. couple of catches tonight. Always lethal on special teams. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Vote for your player of the game, brought to you by Culligan Water. We'll have that player of the game announcements later, a little later on on the show. Um, Mo has called into the fifth quarter. Hello, Mo
12: give me, Rick. How are you? Yeah,
0: I'm fantastic. How are you?
12: I'm doing well. Two quick points to make. First one: you're selling yourself short. You're looking sharp on that. Uh, oh, oh, hey, thank theory. you. Let's not get around.
0: Styling and profiling.
12: Point, uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Woo! Uh, the second point is: listen, my heart's been skipping beats all of these games, but they've all been entertaining, and that's why we watch this, right? It is sports entertainment. It gives us something to talk about. We we bleed with the team. We cheer with the team. We cry with the team. And that's kind of why we watch this team. And we've gone these seasons before where we've lost so many games in a row. We've gone 0-8. We've been 2-17 and or wherever the final uh, season was. But it's fun to watch. It's great to cheer for. So happy we got a win. Hopefully everyone builds a little confidence off this win. We stop making these silly turnovers. It's something that we'll talk about. <laughs> Remember at the beginning of the season we made those silly turnovers? It's a thing of the past. Let's get moving on. Let's keep looking forward.
0: great stuff. Who's your player of the game tonight?
12: I got a few, but I'm only gonna say one. So first that when I was on hold, I'm like, cat ah, Dunbar, that great catch. Anthony Johnson, good to see a guy that played well in the preseason coming up. But I think I gotta give the player a game to damagala guy that got bumped back, came out, still did his job and made a fantastic tackle on that uh kick return that could have broke for a touchdown. When your kicker goes down and makes those big plays, great to see.
0: He did have a good game, and he is worthy of a player of the game vote. Uh, appreciate the call, Mo. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the weekend. One more thing, Rick. Yeah, Sorry. yeah.
12: Just want to give a quick shout out to Jack and Kylie. They were in section 213 cheering loud all game. So proud of them.
0: Great stuff. Thanks, Mo. Thank you. 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your cell. I thought Michael Dalmagala on the kickoffs tonight was outstanding. Five kickoffs, averaged 69.2 yards per boot. Punted the ball eight times tonight for 43 yards, including that one punt single, which would have been a, an amazing coffin corner, although somehow stayed inbounds, went into the end zone, and got the Ticats, well, as it turned out, an important point as they go on to win 25-23. to 23. Uh, Back to the email, this one from, oh, hold on a second, got a refresh here. This one from Ken, who says, Felix Garand-Gauthier player of the game for the best long play. Yeah, he had a nice catch tonight. And Ben writes, breaking a losing streak can help a ton for player morale, especially if you're going 0-4 following a loss in last season's Grey Cup. Does that mean it'll be enough for the Ticats to turn around and bring another cup home? I certainly look forward to watching and finding out. Dane Evans has been a bit of a glass cannon. Making some great plays is amazing, but you can't win if your equally terrible plays risk the game kind regards ben one more email before we go to back to the phones this one's from Tom. Wow, another wild finish, but a better outcome. Evans fumbles, costs the games against Calgary and Edmonton, and almost costs this one, too. An ugly win over a winless team with their starting quarterback out with an injury, but a win nonetheless. My take on the season so far, defense and special teams are solid, but the offense isn't. There are prob- problems with the receivers and O-line, but the biggest problem is with the quarterback. Evans is very good when he's hot, very bad when he's bad. He's just not consistent. The Cats really miss Masoli. Remember last year's Eastern final? Masoli was horrible in the first half. Evans came in and played great, sending the cats to the Grey Cup in the Grey Cup. Evans was horrible in the first half. Masoli came in, played well, and just missed the win. We can't get Masoli back, but a solid backup QB is needed when Evans struggles. Cheers, Tom from Guelph. Back to the phones. Dave number three has called in. Dave from London, how are you?
13: Not bad. How are you?
0: I am A OK.
13: You have a good time on the bye week
0: uh, I tried my best, I behaved That's the main thing
13: Listen Rick, I just say everybody Put your pitchforks away Celebrate the win Stop trying to look at the negatives Lots of positives in this game to take from it Defense played with Electricity again They got excited, they were you know, Swatting the field and, and Trying to get the crowd into it They haven't done that yet this season So it was really fun to see that and when we when we were playing good, we were playing good. Like I mean there's so many positives to take out of this game. And uh, and Tommy Condell, as far as I'm concerned, changed the playing up. We had two quarterbacks playing, we were doing a lot more run. Like I didn't see the same game that we played against Edmonton.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit different. I mean, we had two quarterbacks on the field at one point. We saw a few more runs. We saw both Evans and Schultz, uh, Don Jackson, a few more runs. Although he wasn't as successful as we think he should be, he had um, eleven carries for thirty-four yards. So he's got to be better in that regard. But he, at least he got eleven touches on the ground. So we're seeing some changes. We're just not seeing the consistency and many explosive plays. I think that's what fans want to see.
13: Well, absolutely. And when the O-line gets a solid group going, I mean, it is five games, five different O-lines. Like I don't see any reason to panic now. We've been in every game we've played up into the end. And, you know, I look at it and I say, we were, I was at the game, we were down 10-1, to we came back to take the lead at halftime. We were in trouble in the fourth, and we did what we haven't done all season, and we marched the field and got the touchdown for the win. You know what? Take the positives and be, and be happy with it, and move forward. I'm sure that locker room's pumped, and that's going to mean everything going into BC.
0: It's very true, Dave. Who is your player of the game?
13: I definitely have to go with the defense because they finally brought that energy back. They finally they were excited, pumped, and they were ready to go.
0: Kind of so funny. The they
13: defense unit.
0: kind of funny they did so without Simone Lawrence.
13: Absolutely, and, and but it was done finally, and that it was it was so excellent when they started. You know, getting the crowd into it and, and getting up and down. I was like, wow, like this is what we were missing. I said that the last time I called in, that the defense was flat with no energy. It was so fun to see that. You know, and, and for sure, who doesn't want to see a blowout? But you know what? That game got you in your seat to the very last field goal, and it was, there's your money. There's your entertainment. <laughs> right? Right. Thank God for the win, and here we go. Let's let's, let's string them together. As far as I'm concerned, everybody's dogging on the coaches. We've been to back-to-back great cups. We don't need to change coaches yet.
0: Dave, appreciate your call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too. That is Dave in London. Room for you to call in at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We're broadcasting on CHML's Facebook page as well. You can send me an email with your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, rick at 900CHML.com. And on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at rickzamprin, at AM900CHML. RH tweets, it's a win, but the Cats almost coached their way out of one tonight. Why not go for two? Why back the defense off 20 yards, uh, knowing Ottawa only needed 10 to be in field goal range on the final play? A yard and a half lucky. That tweet again from RH. And uh, is there any more tweets coming in? Alan says, that was ugly from far, but far from ugly. Good to see different looks in our playbook. My player of the game was Dunbar Jr. with that catch. Honorable mention to Acklin back in the hammer. What a great game. Would have been nice to see Masoli back. Jared says, Tim White or Lawrence Woods third for his player of the game. And Jeff tweets, I said it before, I will say it again. And to stay consistent, Condell needs to go worse than a high school offense player of the game, Evans, for coming back in and helping win the game. Back to the phones we go. Karen has called into the fifth quarter. Karen, hello, how are you?
6: Hi, I'm fine. How are
0: you? I'm good. Your thoughts on tonight's game?
6: Uh, Talk about winning ugly. Hmm.
0: They sure did that, yep.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I have one question, and I don't know whether you noticed it or not, but there were no challenges tonight, and there was clearly one in front of me where our guy was clearly hit out of bounds, and there was no flag and no challenge.
0: So that you would not be able to challenge. I understand, yes, you are correct, no challenges tonight. I do remember the play that you were talking about, and I, too, thought there should have been a penalty flag, but that is not a challengeable play.
6: Oh, that's too bad.
0: I know. <laughs> that that would have that given us 15 yards. He was clearly two yards into the sideline, and the Ottawa player wrestled him down.
6: And, and there were some no-yards calls that weren't called in our favor on the on the kicking game. But I, I digress. Um, a lot of people are saying we should dump Condell and they're not necessarily offering up any alternative.
0: Well, we heard a, we heard a couple of names. We heard Kari Jones. Uh, I know June Jones' name has been out there. I don't think June is going to be coming back there. Um, well, but yeah, it, you know it's it's hard to change mid-season. It's almost as if you're admitting, you know, we're done. We're we're panicking. We're going to make this move.
13: Oh,
6: I agree with you wholeheartedly. But I'm just going to throw another name into the mix. Do it, Marcel Belsey.
0: All right, now we're bringing back the ghosts of Ticat's past.
6: He's a good offensive mind for the CFL.
0: He was creative, I'll give him that. And he was successful here, too. Yes, he was. Karen, who is your... Sorry, I was going to say, who's your player of the game?
6: My player of the game is going to have to be Lawrence Woods for the return.
0: He almost had it. He almost went all the way.
6: I know. I watched him, and he turned and looked and slowed up a little bit, and then it's like, oh, damn, i got to move. And he tripped over himself.
0: Yeah, Uh, he almost had it. Karen, appreciate your call. Thank you for joining us in the fifth quarter. No problem. Thanks, Rick. That is Karen's exit, leaves room for you on the fifth quarter at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Brian tweets, awesome win, I think the next game is a trap game. Why does a team coming off a bye week get to play a team on a short week? Do you know what's happening with John Ryan? Is it a money problem, or did he, didn't he did he impress the coach? Um, as far as John Ryan is concerned, the new punter of the Ticats, who's a 40-year-old former NFLer, was with the Rough Riders last season. Uh, coach Orlando Steinauer earlier this week said he wanted to give John at least a few more days to get uh, acclimated, acclimatized to what they're doing in Hamilton. So I'm sure we will see him in B.C. against the Lions. Uh, and Mike tweets, hi, the gentleman you had on early about Hamilton has no receivers picks Dunbar, as his choice, doesn't know what he's talking about. We have a lot of good targets and younger. You should have gone for two after the TD. How do I listen to the 900 CHML online while the game is in play? Mike, you cannot listen to the game online at 900 CHML because we are not able to broadcast the game online during the game, but you can, however, tune in to CHML Radio or listen to the game on the Ticats Audio Network. Ian has called into the fifth quarter. Hello, Ian.
14: How are you? Good, good, good. I think Dave number three and I must be sitting in a different section. <laughs> but but uh, I'm going to give you a different concept, what I've noticed. Um, you know, our, I don't think it's our O-line problem. I don't think it's Dane's problem. Uh, I'm first going to start the defense. I don't think our defense is performing. You don't blow a 23-point lead. Uh, the points that we have blown in half after halftime the past two games, that does not equate to a good defense. We came... We almost lost for uh, second-string quarterback for the second week. So our defense is not performing. I don't think. It could be our secondary uh, defensive line. Still not as strong as last year. But they're comparable. The offense would have noticed. I don't think it's our O-line. Our O-line can only hold that D-line for so long. You see Evans in that pocket looking around. The receivers aren't open. There's something going on between him and the receivers because if you notice – that he could sit there for two or three seconds, and then he's got to scramble. He's not tossing the ball. No, Either he's hesitant and worried about throwing interception, but I've been looking. Those receivers are covered well over the past two or three games, and he can't get that ball off. So there's something wrong at that point, because I think our O-line, for the vast majority of the time, is holding that D-line, giving the quarterback enough time, three steps back to throw the ball. And if you've noticed, we're stuck on either handing the ball off and getting short yardage, or we're throwing the ball two or three yards. That's all he can get off that. So there's something going on there. I don't know what it is, but it could be Condell. It either Condell goes, or he's got to come up with something different. The only other three faction I think is working is our special teams. But I'm sorry, that Woods, that was the most embarrassing thing I have seen all year. You don't hold up on the 20-yard line when there's guys in the CFL that can run a 60-yard or 100 yards in like five, uh, 10 seconds or whatever it is. That guy, is that was embarrassment. That summed up our complete season there, and he could have blown that for us. So this is not a win. Let's be realistic. We beat the worst, the two worst teams in the league played. If we pulled something off like this against Winnipeg, calgary even toronto bc then i'll give it to you but this is still not a win we nobody should be happy what happened because if you're happy what happened we're just trying to find the best of the absolute worst that we can find because this is not listen to the crowd i have not heard our crowd at tim Morton's field boo our players as in the potted past nine years you can't tell me. any. if anyone was happy of what happened today, you re, need to re, really evaluate what you saw because you're just picking and choosing. That won't win if anything. But here's my bold prediction. We'll make the playoffs. We'll get to the Grey Cup. and We're going to win it. And we're not even going to remember what happened. I have I feeling this will turn around, but we can't get any lower than we are.
0: Wow. So you're predicting a Grey Cup win with this team sitting 1-4 right now.
14: I think there's going to change. There's going to be – you can't get any – I can't – God forbid we're going to go 1-18. Um, but there's something – like I said, there's something. Watch Evans in the pocket. He's usually got two or three seconds. If you notice, the O-line is, is like a half a circle around him. He's looking around. He can't get the ball off, and then he scrambles. When a quarterback scrambles and the D is on them, there's going to be a fumble or he's going to get sacked. Something's going to happen. And that's what's happening. You can't expect – him when he's running scrambling like that for his life not to drop the ball it's going to happen
0: it's almost to me and and you make a good point in terms of holding on the box i think he's guilty of that a few times during not just this game but every game this season and it's almost as if he's trying to make the perfect play each and every throw and and that time evaporates rather quickly at the pro level
14: and but there's no mentor for him you know ottawa's got calvillo you know, either they haven't brought any. There's no quarterbacks or mentors on that team.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. I'm not sure how valuable that is. That having Masoli the past couple of seasons, he obviously learned something from him. But at the end of the day, when, when the that, chips not
14: when you trying to take your job, yeah, I'm talking about a coach who like, like a Kahari Jones, or sure, like sure, that, who knows that can walk him through it. Like you get advice from AC. I mean, you can't get any better advice than that. Yeah, no, that's a good game. point,
0: Ian. Who is your player of the game tonight?
14: I honestly, don't have one. I can't. I can't. I'll give it to Evans for running for his life. Um, but there's not much on. There's there's no, nothing impressive on that team yet. There's nothing big. Think of last the big plays that were happening. Balls flying through the air. You have great catches. Things that are, you know, plays that are. The only there was that one play uh, that crossed in. I think it was the second half. I don't know who he was. He crossed over from the right side to the left. Got the. I think it was thirty eight. Um, he got to the 5 yard line. Yeah, no, Felix Grongotier, yep. I'll give it to him because that was a nice play. I haven't seen something like that a lot, but all year from our team.
0: That was one of the highlights of the game. Ian, appreciate the call. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the weekend. Cheers. star 9900 on your cell. Got about seven minutes to go before we wrap up tonight's fifth quarter. 25-23, Ticats over the Red Blacks. We got a tweet from Sarah who says, Well, it was a perfect weather night for the game. I'm no player or coach, but even I could predict what the offensive plays were going to be. Least it was a win. Brandon writes, I will take the W tonight. We need more work. Still thinking Condell has to go. The play calling is brutal. Dave says, as must as they gave me a million heart attacks, a win is a win. Oski oui wee oui in all caps. Uh, another tweet from Jack, who writes, Everybody now, not 0-5, not 0-5, not 0-5. Yes, 1-4 feels a lot better. Email from Angelo. Although it's nice getting the W, that was not professional football witness tonight. Like, really? After a week off, they come out... Unfocused, lacking intensity and emotion of a home game. We need explosive playmakers, the Montfords, Winfields of the world. Honestly, I feel football coaches at any level have to be great motivators, and the Tiger Cat coaches are deadbeats, flat, motionless, careless, heartless, compared to other, other counterparts across the league. The Tiger Cats will get destroyed in B.C. Frustrating to watch this tonight after viewing the Calgary-Winnipeg nail-biter last night. Just the caliber of play in the West is just phenomenal. Player of the game, Julian Hauser. That's Big Ang in Stony Creek. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell to get in with just a few minutes left here on the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. On Facebook, Brad writes, unfortunately, I think they were just lucky. Uh, Ward near had that one, somewhat lackluster play. Play calling was suspect at times. They need to figure it out or BC could eat us alive. Player of the game, Dunbar Jr. for just because of that big reception. And Marianne writes, simply fire Condell. Well, I don't think that is going to happen, especially after a win. If, however, the Tiger Cats lost tonight, I would have suspected some big time changes, which could have been Fire Condell. Dane Evans tonight, 21 of 28 for 342 yards. He had two touchdowns. Matthew Schiltz came into the ball game a few times as well. He went two for four for 27 passing yards and was intercepted once. He also ran the ball seven times for 34 yards and a TD. Don Jackson on the ground at 11 carries for 34 yards. Dane with one run for 10 yards. And Braylon Addison at a couple of runs for nine yards. Among the receivers, Tim White. Six receptions for a team high 70 yards in a TD. Anthony Johnson had a couple of grabs for 66 yards, including his first career CFL touchdown. Stephen Dunbar Jr. targeted six times. He had three receptions for 59 yards, including that beauty one-handed catch. Highlight of the year thus far. Addison with four receptions for 57 yards. And among the leading tacklers, who else? Javon Santos Knox, six. Defensive tackles tonight, Tunde Adelike, Julian Hauser, Dylan Wynn, Cameron Kelly, all with four. Kelly with an interception, Darby Jr. with an interception as well. Uh, Hauser had a couple of sacks tonight, one for Mason Bennett. A 25-23 victory for the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight. John is going to get the last call of the night. John, welcome to the fifth quarter. How are you?
15: Hi, Rick. Uh, um, Disappointed. They... Can't seem to play four quarters of uh, football. Um, I've been a season for what 45 years. I sat in section 104, seat row one. There was a heckler right behind me, and I think he got the attention of the uh, of the players. Like we need more people voicing out their uh, displeasure. He, was, uh, he uh, like they didn't put him out. He just they looked at him, and I think they uh, responded. Uh, I think they should have started uh, Schultz uh, for the next game. He seems to have uh, more drive than Evans and our offensive line is, is, is terrible. It's awful And Condell has to, has to go.
0: Wow, so you're throwing uh, barbs sir. tonight, John. Pardon you're throwing darts and barbs.
15: Yeah yeah I'm, uh, yeah 45 years I've seen them. I go back to Iverwind Stadium. But you've seen
0: this team struggle mightily and still do some wondrous things in the later stages of the year or in the playoffs. So you know there's there's lots of room and lots of time to turn it around.
15: Yeah, but there's no imagination. Like I don't they have to have a different plan. that really. And the my friend beside me says they have to play four quarters of football, not not uh, not till uh, one minute before the end of the game. They have to play the complete. So I'm. I'm glad they missed that uh, that field goal. If they lost again, it would have been disastrous. They can't go. It's The fans are diehard fans, for sure. Yeah,
0: there, there would have been a riot if that field goal was good. John, we got to run. Who's your player of the game tonight?
15: Uh, it's going to be uh, Dunbar Jr. Has to be. All right. John, appreciate be, be, the call. Be, be. Enjoy yeah. the weekend. Okay. Uh, you have a nice weekend, Rex.
0: You too. Thank you, John. Uh, our fifth quarter player of the game voted by you, the fans, brought to you by Culligan Water is Stephen Dunbar, Jr. And our EHR 4K worthy play, big play of the game is the Dane Evans to Tim White touchdown. We got to go. Our next game, Hamilton at BC. It's a 10 p.m. start time. Our pregame show will begin at 9. The fifth quarter will follow 30 minutes after the game. So in and around 130. My colleague Dave Woodard is going to be hosting that show, so give him plenty of love with your phone calls, your tweets, your emails, your Facebook live messages. Ticats 25, Red Blacks 23, win number one in the bank for the Black and Golds. My name's Rick Samprin. Thanks for tuning in to the 5th Quarter, brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
1: Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the 5th Quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The
0: 5th quarter podcast is available on apple podcast google podcast and wherever you get your favorite podcast i'm rick samprin thanks again for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast it's free so you never miss an episode and make sure you rate and review